Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Grateful No Matter What podcast. I'm Kyle the Grateful. As a man in this world, there are certain things that are attached to being a man. The same thing goes for a woman in this world. There are certain things that are attached to being a woman. It sounds pretty self-explanatory or it sounds pretty commonplace. That's because it is, but that doesn't mean that it's right. So I was recently asked in a conversation, what makes a man a man? Now, seemingly, it sounds like a very simple answer, right? You know, you have a list of characteristics in your head that make a man a man. But it's not that cut and dry when you really start to peel away the layers because a knee-jerk reaction or, you know, an impulsive response might be, oh, a man is strong and loyal and confident and, you know, the caretaker, you know, all of these qualities that are sometimes associated strictly with masculinity, strictly with a man. But it's not that cut and dry because, okay, let me rewind a little bit. You know, now when we're talking about a man, we are talking about their gender, right? We're not talking about the sex. The sex of a person, as you may know, refers to the biological differences between males and females, such as genitalia and genetic differences. Gender is more difficult to define, but it can refer to the role of a male or female in society, known as a gender role, or an individual's concept of themselves, or gender identity. So if you say someone is a man, or someone is a woman, then that's their gender. So... How can we have these assigned characteristics to just one gender? And that's where the confusion came to me when I was trying to answer this question. Or not so much confusion, but I guess a lot more thought was put into it. Instead of just having these you know, qualities that are strictly associated with a man. Because they're not. These qualities, you know, like I said earlier, loyalty, strength, courage, confidence you know, a caretaker or the breadwinner or, you know, compassionate, loving, is not strictly associated with one gender or not even strictly associated with one sex. You know, these qualities can go across the board. But for quite some time, this society, and even way, way, way back, would make these qualities only for men, only for someone that is quote-unquote masculine. Now, I'm not 100% sure about why this is the case, just the fact that, you know, over time, evolutionary men were perceived to be the protectors. They were perceived to be the stronger of the two sexes. They were perceived to be, you know, the ones that would, you know, take care of the other people, whether it was in a community, whether it was in a tribe, whether it was, you know, in a society, the men were looked at a certain way. And those qualities were ingrained in those people. You know, they were strong, they were confident, they were courageous, they were brave. But fast forward to 2021, and those qualities, while they can still be attributed to a man, doesn't mean that they cannot be attributed to a woman. And to be honest, they go both ways. These qualities, these characteristics, and so many more can go towards a man and can be 
a definition of a woman. So when I said earlier, you know, what makes a man a man? And you list out, you know, loyalty, you know, strength, courage, bravery. Those things, those qualities can also define a woman. And at the same time, when you think of a woman, like what makes a woman a woman? You know, some people, and this isn't my own opinion, but some people would say, you know, loving, kind, compassionate, you know, that might be their go-to uh, words to define them. But just like with the definition or the characteristics that can define a man, the ones that you would maybe knee-jerk reaction or quickly impulsively say for a woman can also be attributed to a man. So basically, every single quality can go towards a woman and can go towards a man. There doesn't have to be this categorization of qualities that are only exclusive to a man and only exclusive to a woman. But when you sometimes call somebody or, you know, I don't know, define or describe somebody, a man as loving or compassionate or as emotional or as kind or some of these words that have always been associated with women, then these men, some men, will take that as a threat to their masculinity. Think about that. When they are described to themselves or, you know, to someone else about themselves, that they are kind and emotional and in touch with their feelings and sensitive. That's a big one. You know, when a man is said to be sensitive, a lot of times, and myself included in the past, would be like, I'm not sensitive. That is threatening my masculinity. That is making me sound more effeminate than I am or than I want to be. But if you think about it, <laughs> being sensitive is actually one of the strongest qualities or characteristics of somebody. Being able to be in touch with your emotions is something that is extremely beneficial, extremely mature, and someone who is extremely or working towards being evolved, growing, because they've come to this place where they understand what's going on inside of them. You know, they understand their emotions. They understand their feelings. They know where to put certain emotions and certain feelings. But for quite some time, if you called somebody, specifically a man, sensitive or overly sensitive, then they would take that as an insult. They would take that as you, you know, talking bad about them. You would be threatening their quote unquote masculinity. And that's because, you know, these, these gender, you know, assigned characteristics have been ingrained in so many people because of society. You know, women, kind, compassionate, loving, caring. Men, strong, loyal, courageous, brave. We need to shatter these boundaries. We need to shatter these categories. And they have been shattered or they have been started to be shattered. You know, they have been broken down a little bit at a time in more recent years. But we still have a lot to go. We definitely do because that ingrained mentality, that conditioning by society, by your family, that you know one gender does this and the other gender does that, doesn't work anymore. It doesn't because I know plenty of women in my life that are strong, that are courageous, that are brave, stronger than me, more courageous than me, braver than me. Does that make me any less of a man? Absolutely not. Does that make them any more of a man? Absolutely not because we shouldn't be assigning man or woman to certain characteristics, to certain you know qualities. That needs to be dissolved. That needs to be removed. That mindset needs to be shifted and pretty much thrown away. But it's going to take some time. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some effort because like I said, 
for years and years and years, myself included, have been conditioned to think a certain way. How a woman should act, how a woman should present herself, how a man should act, how a man should present himself. So if you feel like you're one of these people, and that's okay, I'm not here to judge, I'm not here to say that you're wrong and I'm right, that's not the point of this podcast, and that's not the point of any of my podcasts. What I want to do with this one and every single one that I, that I put out is to shed light on things, shed light on experiences that I've had, and also just have an open conversation about things that have you know, been on my mind, that have entered my life that I want to have a conversation about. Because when I was asked this question, I truly in the moment had you know, this impulsive reaction in my mind of where I wanted to go and how I wanted to define a man. You know, loyal, courageous, brave. Those are the thoughts that went on in my mind. But did I say that to the person? No. What I said was, to be honest, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know where to go with that because what makes a man a man can also make a woman a woman and vice versa because the qualities are not gender specific. The qualities are not attached, you know, to a man. They're not attached to a woman. And we have to understand this. So when those questions arise, think about it. Think about where you go when someone asks you that question or ask yourself that question right now and be honest. Be brutally honest with yourself. There's no judgments here. There's no one going to say that you're wrong and I'm right. I'm right. You're wrong. Do it on your own. You know, you don't have to ask somebody or you can. You can have a conversation with a family member, a friend or someone that you're comfortable with and ask them, you know, what makes a man a man or ask them what makes a woman a woman or ask yourself that and then without thinking or without really putting too much thought into it. What comes to mind when you think about what makes a man a man? What comes to mind when you think about what makes a woman a woman? Maybe write those qualities down and look at it and say, okay, this is what I think or what may have been my thought process in the past about what makes a man a man and what makes a woman a woman. Now, are these qualities interchangeable? Can a woman be strong? Can a man be sensitive? Can a woman be brave? Can a man be compassionate? And the answer to all of that is yes. It's yes. It's a resounding yes. I mean, there's no other way I can put it. But what you have to do is start to change your perception of what makes a man a man and what makes a woman a woman. Because what you've been sold, what you've been told, what you've been conditioned in the past from whoever it may have been, I don't want to say it's lying to you, but they have learned from the people before them. And society just keeps perpetuating certain constructs, you know, certain ideas that they want to keep ingrained in us. They want to keep us with these false narratives so that we perpetuate it further, so that we hand it down to our family, hand it down or hand it across to our friends or whoever it may be. They want this information to continuously be passed along, however that looks. And it has to stop, but it has to stop with you first so that you don't continue this cycle. So what has to happen? Well, work needs to be done. I'm doing the work. I've been doing the work and I'm going to continue doing the work because when that question came to me, I didn't know where to go with it. I was confused. Like I said, I was, you know, going through the, the, you know, the routes and, you know, all these thought processes in my brain and all these, you know, I'm like searching my brain for different roads and finding answers. And I couldn't, I couldn't. And that was more of an answer to me than actually answering it. Because when someone asked me that question, what makes a man a man? And I didn't have an answer. That's because there is no answer. 
that because there is no clear-cut answer of what makes a man a man, you know, what makes a male a male might be their genitalia. Same thing, what makes a female a female might be their genitalia. But what makes a man a man and what makes a woman a woman isn't as clear-cut as what's between their legs or whatever. It's not. And it doesn't mean that because someone has certain sex organs that that means that they should be acting a certain way or they should present themselves in a certain way. That mentality, that ideology, that mindset, whatever it is, does not hold up. It's antiquated, it's barbaric, and it needs to be reformed. It needs to be um, thrown away and you need to evolve from that. So if you're struggling, you know, if you're struggling to try to understand what I'm talking about and where to go with it, then just sit with it, you know, do some research on your own, look up things, you know, what's the difference between sex and gender? That's a, that's a pretty simple place to start because a lot of us don't understand that. And for a little while, I didn't either. So I did some research. Sex is the biological differences between males and females, such as their genitalia. Gender is much more difficult to define. It could be the male or female's role in society. It could be their gender role. It could be an individual's concept of themselves or gender identity. Two totally different things. So just because you're a male or a female does not mean that your gender identity is a man or a woman, respectively, you know, according to your sex. And at the same time, that doesn't mean that the qualities that you have to embody, the qualities that you have to embrace are specific to your gender because they're not. You can choose to be brave if you're a man or a woman. You can choose to have courage and be courageous if you're a man or a woman. You can choose to be loyal, loving, compassionate, kind, no matter if you're a man or a woman. There is no category. There are no boundaries. There are no prerequisites to be one or the other just because you're a man or you're a woman. And even if you're not a man or a woman, you know, you're gender fluid or you're you know, questioning, or you're just not sure, that's perfectly okay too. Because if there are no gender assigned uh, characteristics, then it doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter what you identify with. You can still be compassionate and kind and loving. You can still be courageous, brave, and strong. You could be loyal. You could be all of those things. We have to stop attaching those characteristics, those qualities to someone's gender. We have to stop looking at someone and saying, oh, because they're a man, then they're this, then they're that, then they're this. Because then you may be setting them up for failure. Maybe a man isn't as brave as you would want them to be. Maybe a woman isn't as sensitive as you want them to be or they want to be for themselves. That's okay. They're on their own journey and so are you. But when you assign somebody a characteristic just because of their gender, then you're putting labels on them. You're expecting something from them. You're making them have to, you know, parade around in a, in a certain category or a certain box. And that's not fair to them. If you know them or if you don't know them, it's just not fair. It's not fair to put those expectations on someone else. So where do we go from here? What do you do with this information? How do you navigate this moving forward after you listen to this? Well, I mentioned it earlier. You have to ask yourself this question or these questions or ask someone else or have someone else ask you if you're comfortable with it. What makes a man a man? What makes a woman a woman? Why did you answer it in such a way for a man? And why did you answer it in such a way for a woman? And then start to dissect it and then start to analyze it and then start to maybe think back and reflect and see 
you know, what may have made that impact on you, what shaped you to believe this. And anything and everything that you write down isn't wrong. It's not wrong in the context of you reflecting on what you thought it was or what you thought a woman or a man had to be. You're not wrong. You thought these things. That's your truth. But you have to write them down. You have to look at them and you have to start to understand why. Why did you think this way? Why did you think that way? And then you can start to do the work. Then you can start to reconstruct your mindset. You can start to create you know, new neural pathways, new thought processes, new ways of thinking. But it has to start with you being brutally honest with yourself. A lot of the things that I talk about, a lot of the things that I stress and bring up have this component of honesty with them. Pretty much everything, you know, honest with other people, yes, obviously that's key, that's essential. But first and foremost, being true and honest with yourself, even if that honesty hurts, even if that honesty might look ugly, even if that honesty with, in the context of this podcast, you know, shows that you may be a little bit maybe chauvinistic, maybe a little bit misogynistic, maybe a little bit, you know, stereotypical, maybe a little bit sexist, you know, that's okay. That's okay in this moment when you're doing this exercise. Do I want you to be any of those things out in the world and when you, you know, talk to other people? Hell no, no. There's no place for chauvinism. There's no place for misogyny. There's no place for sexism ever. But what I want you to do is when you're writing down this list or when you're asking yourself these questions, see what may be attached to those answers. You know, why you're saying that a woman should only be sensitive and loving and kind and compassionate and why you think a man is only supposed to be strong and loyal and confident and brave. Why do you have these as your go-to, you know, labels or characteristics or qualities for a man and a woman? That's where you have to start to do the work. That's the jumping off point. That is the perfect place to start because with this information, you're being brutally honest. It's all out on the table. It's all out on that notebook or that paper, literally. And it's staring at you in the face and you're looking back at it and you might feel some type of way. And that's quite okay. You might feel like you've been a bad person. You might feel like you have wronged people in your life. And the answer to those questions are not completely black and white. <laughs> you know, I don't think you're a bad person if you thought those things about a, what makes a man and what makes a woman. You may have been misinformed. You may have been raised a certain way. You're not a bad person. You may have just had bad advice or a, you know, a not so cultured or you know, open-minded upbringing, or you may just had a distorted perception because of where you grew up or you know, the people that surrounded you. There's a whole host of things, but what I want you to know is that you're not a bad person if you thought these things about what makes a man a man and what makes a woman a woman. It's just where you're at. It's just how you were raised. It's just, you know, the, the world that you've been living in. But what I want you to know is that world is not reality anymore. It might have seemed like reality before, but it's not. So don't allow yourself to say that you're a bad person. That's not the case. You're not a bad person if you had those thoughts. Moving forward, if you know that what you have thought was bad and you continue to, to act on those you know, perceptions, you continue to think a man is just this and does this, this, and this, and a woman should just do this, this, and that, then you know, that good or bad could be put into question. But once you shed a light, once you expose you know, what you may have thought in the past, 
and you start to actually put in the work, you start to actually work on yourself, then you're not a bad person and you should never think that. You're a person that is evolving. You're a person that is continuously growing. That growth doesn't have to be monumental. That growth can come in increments. And this is just another cog in that wheel of evolution. That's all it is. So no matter what, seriously, no matter what, don't get down on yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you look at this list or you answer those questions in a certain way and you're like, ugh, that's not good. Like, how did I think like that? Well, then it's time to not think like that anymore. It's time to shift your perspective. It's time to change your mindset. It's time to broaden your outlook on life so that when you see a woman or you see a man, you don't quickly and knee-jerkly or, or you know, impulsively say, oh, that man is supposed to be strong and brave and courageous. That woman is supposed to be loving, kind, and compassionate. No, that man can also be loving, kind, and compassionate and sensitive. That woman can also be strong, brave, confident, courageous at the same time as they are loving, compassionate, and kind. That goes for the man too. I've said it a bunch of times, I feel like already, but all of those qualities, and there's so much more, I'm just cherry picking a few, are interchangeable between a man and a woman, between someone who is gender fluid, between someone who is questioning. You know, gender doesn't matter. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> gender does not matter when it comes to these qualities, when it comes to what makes a person a person or what makes them this and that, all of that. None of it matters because each and every one of us, every single one of us can embody can embrace those qualities. I don't care who you are or how you define yourself. Every single person has the ability to be brave and courageous and strong. At the same time, being sensitive, being compassionate, being loving, being kind. All of those things can be in one person at the same time. You know, it's not this or that. It's not saying that if you are brave, if you are courageous, if you're strong, then you can't be sensitive because if you're sensitive, then you can't be this, this, and this. No, to be honest, being sensitive makes somebody very strong. It makes someone brave. It makes someone courageous because when you're sensitive and you look within and you understand your emotions and you, you know, try to find the root causes and you're, you know, emotionally mature, that's fucking strong because a lot of times people don't want to do that. A lot of times people don't want to look within and do the work, and try to uncover all of this dark and ugly shit. You know why they don't do that? Because they're fucking scared. And I know I'm throwing profanity around a little bit right now, but I'm just getting passionate because that was me at one point in my life. I wasn't courageous. I wasn't brave, and I wasn't strong. I was weak. I wasn't ready to, to look inside and do the work because I was scared and afraid of what I was going to find. So some years have passed, and now I started to do the work and I'm able to look within. I'm able to you know, break through that fear and being scared of what I may find. And I go through it and I face it. And I'm better off at the end of that. But to actually do that, to actually look within and to put all your shit out on the table and do the work and face it, literally put it in front of your face and face all of that you know, crap and all of the bad things or all of the darkness that has been within you. And to get through it, that is fucking brave. That is strength right there. So this whole, you know, oh, if someone is sensitive, they can't be strong, that, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And anybody who thinks that doesn't fully understand 
what it means to be sensitive, what it means to be in touch with your feelings, what it means to do the work and evolve, because that takes a whole hell of a lot of strength and bravery and courage. You're telling me that somebody that does the work, somebody that is brutally honest with themselves and just puts everything out on the table and all this stuff, this ugly stuff, this, you know, mistakes they may have made or, you know, quote unquote, not so good things that they may have done. And they put it out there that they're not courageous when they actually do the work. You know what I say to that? Well, there's an abbreviation for it or an acronym, I think. And it's F-O-H. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> like, seriously, how could you not think that's not courageous? And the only way that I feel like I'm trying to justify why someone would think that's not courageous is because they've never done it. You know, they've never actually tried to go within, tried to turn the focus inward and go through whatever they have to go through to become a better version of themselves. They've been avoiding it, ignoring it, escaping it in some way, shape, or form. So how could they understand, truly understand that that process, you know, that growth, that evolution is courageous, that it is brave, and it takes a shit ton of strength to get through it. You know, they just don't know. They just don't know. And is that their fault? Not entirely. No, it's not. Because it may have been how they were raised or the people that are in their circle. They haven't been challenged. They haven't been, you know, exposed to certain things that would allow them to expand their mind and open up more and understand that, you know, all of those things, you know, being sensitive, you know, self-care, self-love, self-compassion, self-kindness, you know, just, you know, being more in tune with yourself. None of that can be done. None of that can be accomplished without strength, without courage, without bravery. So if this was your mindset in the past, well, operative word is past. It should no longer be your mindset in the present moment, but also especially moving forward, especially as you lead your life from this moment on. Because now you have the information. I want this to be a catalyst for your growth. I want you to listen to what I'm saying and to really internalize it, really think about it, really grasp what I am trying to convey here because this is me going through my own evolution pretty much on the spot right now speaking to you because when this question came up, I had never really, really truly thought about it. I mean, I think that I embodied this idea that, you know, characteristics and qualities can go across the board but it really didn't come to the forefront of my mind. It really didn't bubble up to the surface, so to speak, until I was asked that question, until I was not forced, but kind of forced to think about it. And when I thought about it and really thought about it in that moment, and I couldn't come up with that answer, it was like this, you know, epiphany, you know, it was like this aha moment where I was introduced to this concept, even though it was there the whole time, but I was formally, I guess you could say, introduced to this concept, to this perspective that characteristics and qualities know no bounds. They have no bounds. They're not attached to a man. They're not attached to a, a woman. They're not attached to somebody who is questioning or gender fluid or whatever it is they like to identify with. And that's because those qualities are not assigned specifically to any person, to any gender, to any person that is non-gender identifying. And that's what I am trying to say today, pretty much this entire time, throughout this whole podcast, this idea that qualities and characteristics, strength, bravery, courage, 
kindness, compassion, sensitivity, loving are pretty much up for grabs. You know what I mean? They are up for grabs to anyone and everyone. They don't have to be placed on a man. They don't have to be placed on a woman. They don't have to be placed on someone who is questioning. They don't have to be placed anywhere because every single one of us can embody all of these qualities at once. We could all be these dynamic individuals that on some days we're very strong because we are sensitive. On some days we are courageous because we are loving, loving of others, loving of ourself. You see what I mean here? Like there's not just this black and white. It's not just you're this, so you're this, this, and this, and you're that, so then you're that, that, and that. It's, it's very much an antiquated and barbaric mindset a primitive mindset, and we are no longer living a primitive lifestyle. Yes, we are primates, but this is no longer, you know, 100,000 years ago where we are living as cave people. That's not the case anymore. So those mindsets that have been born and bred from a long time ago don't work anymore. They do not work anymore in present day and moving forward. So I'm going to have to ask you to do something for me. I need you I truly need you to ask yourself these questions. And from these questions, you're going to get a better idea of where you stand with your mindset. And if you feel like you're evolved enough, or at least in this concept and this idea, and you feel like you have a good grasp on it, and you're not this person that, you know, thinks that certain qualities are just for a man or woman or someone of a certain gender identity, then you're good. I mean, continue to grow, continue to add on to that growth and evolve even more. But, you know, you're on the right path. For the other people that ask themselves these questions and may look at the answers and, you know, look at them with a, a twinge maybe or a, I can't believe I wrote that down. You got to do work. I mean, we all have to do work. We all have to continuously do work on ourselves and put in the time and the effort. But if you're one of these people that, you know, what you wrote down doesn't seem to be where you want to be mentally, then that means you have to maybe do a little bit more work. And the work that I'm talking about is all relative to you, but you have to put in more time and effort possibly so that you can break through those stereotypes, break through that mindset, break through that conditioning that you've had, not just from your family, but from society. So are you ready? Are you ready to embark on this new journey? Are you ready to put in the work? Are you ready to feel some things? Are you ready to look at yourself and maybe be a little bit upset? Maybe be a little disgusted? But by looking at it, by understanding it, by embracing you know, where you have been and what you may have thought in the past will allow you to grow. It will allow you to evolve and it will truly allow you to become a better version of yourself. But you gotta put in the work. You gotta be honest. You got to be true to yourself. And you know what else? You have to be brave. You have to be strong. You have to be courageous. You have to be compassionate. You have to be loving of yourself. You have to be kind to yourself. And you know what else? You have to be sensitive to your emotions and your feelings. And that goes for anyone. Remember that. Those qualities can go for anyone. I don't care if you're a man a woman, someone who is gender fluid, someone who is questioning. I don't care. Remember this. It's not about what makes a man a man or what makes a woman a woman. What matters is 
what makes you a better person moving forward, a more evolved person moving forward, a person who values their growth moving forward. That is what matters the most. Thank you, everybody. Big, warm, huge, amazingly resounding <laughs> thank you to each and every one of you for dedicating time, space, and energy to listen to this podcast. I am eternally grateful and extremely thankful for your support. And don't forget to thank yourself for allowing yourself the time, space, and energy to listen to this podcast as well. We all have busy lives, so to take some time out to do something that you love or to do something that is going to help you, whatever that may be, is something that you should be extremely proud of yourself for. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when a new episode comes out. And if you ever want to reach out to me, have a conversation, provide me feedback, I always welcome that. You can email me at kylethegrateful at gmail.com. You could DM me on Instagram at kylethegrateful. Or if you just want to check out some recipes, some blog posts, whatever it may be, you can go to www.kylethegrateful.com. Have an amazing day, everybody. Have an amazing night. And always remember to be grateful no matter what. I'll talk to you soon.